Welcome to the Love Fly podcast. It's Paul Tizard here, Fear Flying Coach and the Love Fly podcast host. Welcome. So this session, I've noticed in the Love Fly Facebook group and sometimes on the uh, Love Fly Help Instagram page as well, people talking about intrusive thoughts. And I wondered if it was time to just dip into some of the the stuff that I remember reading a few years ago and, and perhaps sharing some of that. So that's what I'm doing. I see a lot of people say I've got intrusive or unhelpful thoughts and I don't know how to stop them. I keep getting them. I've been doing so well. And then up they pop just at the point when I thought I was okay. And it got me thinking about what is the most useful thing that we could possibly say about that. And perhaps we put ourselves under extreme pressure to be perfect. And I've said this before, but we're not perfect and we are humans. And for the best part, our brains are a bit like these automatic chatterboxes that are just jabbering away with stuff going on all the time. And I thought, well, I know I've said this, but I wondered if I'd actually shared a little bit of research. It's, it's not massively current. And so some of the items you might, I don't know if they're still up to date, but I just thought it was quite interesting because it was done with what would be considered normal intrusive thoughts. So with people who are not diagnosed with any mental health problem and what are the sort of intrusive thoughts that they had to do. And 293 people were surveyed, 198 female, 95 male, and they were given a list of things that were just like, do you ever have this intrusive thought? And then we worked out, well, we didn't do it. I wasn't there. But the researchers worked out that the percentage of how much, how many times people came up with this. So this has come from research by Purden and Clark, and it was way back in 1992. So here goes. Here's a bunch of what considered, so again, like I want to stress, none of these people had a diagnosed mental health problem, okay? And so these are all normal intrusive thoughts. And I'll just and I'll give you some of the percentages as well. There's quite a long list. So I'm not going to do all of them, but I just want to give you a bunch of them just to show sort of things that, you know, all of us possibly think about. And perhaps we can give ourselves permission not to beat ourselves up. OK, so running car off the road, 56 percent of males, 64 percent of females hitting animals or people with car. Females, 46%. Male, 54%. Swerving into traffic, 55% uh, for females and 52 for male. So these are just, you know, we, half of the group had thought these and just you know, noticed these. Cutting off your finger, 16% of men and 90% of females. Jumping off a high place, 39% of females, 46% male. I thought that would be higher, actually, because... Oh, I sometimes think about that. I don't want to, but you know what I mean. Uh, pushing stranger in front of a train or car, 20% for men and 8% uh, for women. Pushing family in front of a train or car, grim. 5% for females, 14% for men. 
hurting strangers, 18% for female, and the males, 48%. Uh, insulting strangers, 50% female, 59% the male. Woohoo, the men win. Uh, insulting family, 59% for females, 55% for male. Hurting family, 42% for female, 50% for male. Choking a family member, 10% for female, 22% uh, for male. Stabbing a family member, 6% for female, 11% uh, for male. These are true, you know. And I know I'm laughing, I mean, but it's just to think like, you know, these are all normal people. And they just thought, do you know what? That auntie, I'm going to choke her. Uh, anyway. Accidentally leaving heat or stove on, 79% for females, 66% for men. Home unlocked, intruder there. 77% uh, for females, 69 for males. So it could be pretty high, isn't it? Taps left on, home flooded. About the same, around the 25% for men and women. Throwing something, uh, just under 30% for both men and women. Causing a public scene just under 50% for men and women. Uh, shoplifting, 33% for men, 27 for females. Grabbing money, 39% for males and 21 for females. Uh, breaking wind in public, 31% for females, 49% for males. Not sure what to say about that. Page two. Holding up a bank, 6% for females. 32% for males. Uh, sex with an authority figure, 38% uh, for females, 63% for males, you naughty men. Uh, fly blouse undone, 27% females, 40% for males. A kissing authority figure, 37% for females, 44 for males. Exposing myself, 9% for female, 21 for males. Uh, Imagining authority figures naked, 42% females, 54% for males. Imagining strangers naked, 51% females, 80% for men. Sex in public, 49% for females, 78% for males. Contamination from doors, 35% female, 24% male. I wonder if that's changed now because of the COVID stuff. Contamination from phones, 28% females, 18% males. <laughs> I like this. Getting fatal disease from strangers, 22% and 19% uh, females and males, respectively. Giving a fatal disease to strangers, 25 and 17%. That's got to change, doesn't it? That one's definitely gone up. Definitely, definitely, definitely with everything. Giving everything away. 52% for female, 43% for male. And the last couple, uh, removing all dust from the floor. So 35% of females and 24% of males have thought about this. And removing dust from unseen places. 41% female and 29% male. So... What's the point of all that? Well, I wanted to show that actually there's a whole bunch of thoughts there. And maybe as I read some of those out, you might have thought, I've thought, I've thought of that myself. I've done that one. And maybe it just shows that these intrusive or 
unwanted or unhelpful thoughts popping into our head are more normal than we care to believe. Now, there's something different that happens with the fear of flying, though. I don't know if you've noticed this. People with a fear of flying, when they have intrusive thoughts, tend to think differently about them. So as you heard some of those, you might have thought, I've never thought of that. That's crazy. Why would anyone think of that? But then some of your thoughts, some of the nervous flyer thoughts, when you report them back, you're often a critical yourself. You'll often say, I know I shouldn't be thinking this. I know this is crazy. I know this and all this other stuff that we do to beat ourselves up. So maybe there's a couple of things we could think about here. One is giving yourself permission to kind of go, do you know what? I'm human. And there's this chatterbox that kicks off in my head is just going to say random stuff all the time. So that's normal. Secondly, why am I giving extra special attention to these that come in about flying things, you know, like aircraft and being late for flights or having a horrible flight or what the turbulence is going to be like? And perhaps they are no better or worse than some of these other thoughts I've just read out the list for. The only thing that's different is the credence that we are giving them, perhaps because they are linked to something which we could be currently facing or battling with. We start to think uh, maybe maybe this is a true this. Maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't be flying and, it, and it's not a good thing to be doing. And and uh, perhaps my work is all undone and perhaps you know, because I've seen people have been posting, so I've been working on my fear for three months, six months, two years, and I'm just about to go on the flight. And then I've had all these horrible thoughts come rushing back in. And that is the nature of them. They don't go away. They're always there lurking. All you've been doing is helpfully distracting yourself and trying to arm yourself with some information. So some of the thoughts, as they come in, if you notice them, you'll go, well, that's I know that's rubbish. So if you think, oh, what about a bird strike? What's that going to do? Or what about turbulence? What's that going to do? Or what about an engine failure? What will happen there? And But once you start to know the answers to those, the fear doesn't stand up to much scrutiny. It it kind of wobbles. And then you can recognize, oh, I can let go of that one. That's one of the, that's a previous one. That's a previous guest that I've now booted out and I no longer want him or her in my life. Okay, so... And the other thing I, I like, so there's lots of other things, but the last thing then is thinking about these fears. One of the things that I said for a long time about thoughts is, and I'll repeat it now, is that they're not facts. Most of these thoughts are not facts. They're just electrical impulses. They're just things that happen in your brain. And most of it's just going on all the time anyway. And so you don't notice it. But when it comes to taking a flight, then sometimes we might zoom in on some of those things and think, well, that's, you know, that's telling me something that means something. But I would offer you this is that they are just thoughts. They're just intrusive thoughts that have popped in for a while. And our job is just to notice them and let them go. And there's no point doing anything else with them. And there's lots of ways that you can think about this. But if you were stood at the side of a road and every car that went past was a thought you could just wave at it and go all right there we go there's another one there's another one there's another one there's another one and they're just thoughts they're just things that come in and they go again and they're no better or worse than any other thoughts 
So I know this isn't doesn't make it just a done deal and say, oh, that's so obvious. Thanks very much, Captain Obvious. But what I'm trying to say is that is to give yourself permission to just accept that these might just be the same as any other intrusive thoughts, just weird, unwelcome, unexpected, but no more credible than anything else. And like I say in the audio book, which is episode 69, if you haven't listened to it, is that the fact that I might think I'm a banana does not make me one. But it's still a thought. I think I'm a banana. Well, I know I'm not. I've got evidence to the contrary. I've got friends who would certainly point it out for me if I was, in fact, a banana. But we just think to ourselves, well, that's ridiculous. It's just, but why is it any different to any other? It's just a thought. So they are all thoughts. So... Unfortunately, what can can happen is that we have a hierarchy of thoughts and we think that some thoughts are nonsense, like I'm a banana, but I'm going to have a terrible flight. Well, that's that's not a ridiculous thought. That's a true one. That is that's, you know, I'm get, I'll get on board with that one. But I would offer you this and just say to give yourself a bit of psychological flexibility around this and just think, you know, these are just thoughts. What evidence do I have that any of these are real? Just because I thought it doesn't mean anything. It's just a thing. You know, as we always say, false evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. So sometimes we get some little triggers. We might have a notice something. We might feel a bit tired. We might have some feelings in our stomach or feel a bit giddy. And then off the thoughts go, thinking that this means something much more dramatic than it is. But it could just be that we are facing something and it's a momentous thing. And therefore, we we are suddenly more conscious of our breathing, our thinking, our movement, everything, because we think, all oh, right, this is an important thing that I'm doing. So it's no more than that. We're just more conscious. We're, we're noticing more of what we just take for granted the rest of the time. So those are my thoughts on intrusive thoughts. Hopefully that's landed OK and not uh, been an insult, patronising or condescending in any way. But it's just intended to just give you something to think about. The fact that intrusive and unhelpful thoughts are completely normal. You can't turn them off. You can't stop them. You can just notice them. You can just let them go. You can wave at them. You can count them. But you can't just control them. They are just there. And none of them are any better than any other unless you've decided so. Hope that was useful. Uh, Nice short one this week. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group or Instagram page or any other places that we interact and take care. Thank you for listening to the Love Fly podcast. I hope you found it useful. Now, as always, if you need any extra help, please join our Love Fly Facebook group. You can also follow us on Instagram at Love Fly Help. 
And also, if you go to our website, which is lovefly.co.uk forward slash shop, you can see other ways that you can get some help. Thanks for listening.